Welcome to the new audio podcast with Thomas Chelmy. Take off now and boost your efficiency in leadership, teamwork and customer contact. Today's topic is stress reduction through conscious steering of attention. Do you ever feel stressed? Are you ever in a bad mood and get the impression that everything's going down the drain and running badly? And are you stressed by that kind of thinking? Well, I would like to give you a few ideas on how you can make a positive difference in this regard. We're talking about stress and how stress is directly related to your Uh, to where you put your attention, to your thinking, but mostly to where you focus your attention or what you focus your attention on. So basically, stress is a very healthy reaction of your body to a potential threat. Because for reacting to a potential threat, you can either fight Or flight, you can attack or you can run away, regardless of which of the two you choose, you will need a maximum of physical energy. And that's what your body produces for you in order to have it ready when you need it. So your body goes up to red alert by increasing blood pressure, uh, by increasing muscle tension, by increasing transpiration in order to cool the body down, Regardless of whether you attack or run away, you will need that. So it's a very healthy uh, reaction. Now, if we look at what causes this uh, stress reaction, there are, of course, often external impulses which, or external situations which will cause this kind of reaction. And what I would like to highlight is that it is actually not the external circumstances or situations that actually call the stress, but our own uh, judgment and the uh, importance that we give to these situations. Because how could it be otherwise that two people in the same situation react completely differently? So for the one guy, it's a complete catastrophe And for the other person, it's a challenge. And mm, let's see what we can do. How else could it be that we ourselves react differently in similar situations? Let me give you an example. Imagine that you are driving home through dense evening traffic. And then there is this guy cutting you off with his car. And you get angry. You get mad. And you would like to get off the car and explain the traffic rules to this guy. And the next day, you drive home after work through dense evening traffic, very similar situation, and then there's this guy cutting you off, trying to get in front of you, and you take the foot off the gas, you create a gap and give him a clear sign that you will let him in. It's the same situation, but we react differently depending on the value we give uh, this situation, depending on the label we put 
on the situation. And our mind is basically nothing but a labeling machine. We label what we experience all day long. I like it. I don't like it. It's good. It's bad. Mm, that's not what I expected. How can he? How can he not? Etc. Etc. So what usually happens is that we are exposed to a situation or an event. And what happens then is that we immediately judge two things. First, we judge the importance of the situation. How important is it? Are my personal goals or values endangered, jeopardized, threatened? So if the level of importance is high, there's an increased chance that stress will build up. Depending on the second judgment, the second question is, what are my abilities? What is my capacity to tackle the situation, to deal with the situation? Or in simple words, what can I do? So how important is it and what can I do? Let me give you an example. Let's assume for a moment you had enrolled for an evening class to uh, do some further training. And at the end of this program, there will be an exam. The first validation of the situation, of the meaning and of the importance is very high. So this exam has a very high importance for you. Now, if you think that you are not able to pass this exam, that this is way beyond your abilities, the potential for stress is very, very high. So very likely stress will uh, come up. If you feel like you can prepare well and you can maybe get some support from others uh, in order to prepare well for the exam, and yeah, there's a good chance that you will pass the exam, no stress will arise. As opposed to uh, this, if you do not give any importance to the exam at all, no stress will arise, regardless of whether you feel like you can pass the exam or not. Because the exam itself, so the first judgment, the first validation, uh, means I don't, I don't really care about the exam. Maybe you just enrolled for the knowledge that you can gather and the competencies that you can develop, but the exam itself is not really important, so you won't feel stressed about the situation. So, in other words, we create our own reality by the way we think about reality. And it's not the things themselves or the situations that cause stress or that make us feel bad. It's our opinions that we create, our, the stories we tell ourselves about what we experience. It's like, if, it's like our, our life is a documentary and we constantly create comments about what we see and what we experience. And these comments are the decisive factor that cause stress, that will cause bad feelings, bad emotions, or unfavorable emotions, and will make us feel bad. Another aspect in all of this is that our perception 
has a slight distortion towards the negative. We could say that we are not necessarily realistic in our perception, but instead, everything that we consider negative, everything that we label negative, gets a lot more attention. That's, it's like a magnet for our attention. That's where it naturally goes. And in addition to that, it's also like a magnifying glass. So anything that we consider negative does not only attract our attention, but also comes uh, or seems to be much, much bigger than it actually is. Much bigger, much more important. And there's an Asian saying that goes, a falling tree makes a lot more noise than a whole growing forest which actually describes it pretty well. The falling tree is that one customer that is complaining and gets all the attention, while 25 other customers are happy and satisfied, but they don't necessarily scream at you. There's this one employee that currently doesn't perform that gets all the attention, while the rest of the team is really performing greatly. So. This negative bias, as it's called, has its origin in our evolution. Our ancestors who went out hunting every day, they had to calibrate their radar towards the negative. They had to pay attention to anything that could mean a potential threat to their lives. So it's very natural, it's very human, although it doesn't always serve our needs or uh, our need to be happy yeah, and to be uh, in a positive and constructive state. So the good news is that we can use our homo sapiens brain to consciously steer our attention. Because you can think of our attention as like, like being the light beam of a torch, of a flashlight. Where you shed your light, that's what you see, that's what you perceive. If you put your light of attention to problems, problems is what you will see. If you guide your attention and focus on possibilities and options, possibilities and options is what you will see. So, what I'm saying here is not Put your attention away from the negative and put it on the positive. Focus on the positive only. That's the whole positive thinking literature. I'm quite skeptic in that regard because it would be just as much as a distortion as a negativity bias. So what I'm proposing here is that just with a real flashlight or a torch, you change you turn the lens. You turn the lens for the light beam to become broader. So you shed light on the whole situation, not only on the falling tree or the falling trees, but also on the growing forest. The growing forest being more quiet, of course. And that's why you have to consciously go looking for any positive changes anything that works well, anything that is available, that functions, and that has maybe started turning into the right direction. 
So leaders, for instance, who are um, victims to that negativity bias and lead like that, they lead with a problem, uh, problem focus. And of course, what they see are problems, errors, mistakes, gaps. And that's what they will give feedback for. Leading to employees or team members saying, well, you know, if you hear something coming from the boss, it's usually negative. If you get feedback when everything is going well or we do things well, we don't hear anything. That's the reason why. So if you are a leader, try to expand your focus of attention also to the growing forest. Try to notice when people are doing things well and give them recognition, give them positive feedback. So whenever you can, make yourself aware of the fact that there is always also a growing forest. My wish for you is that this impulse will help you increase your personal effectiveness. Yours, Thomas Jenny.